everybody. Welcome to the Adventist Hoops podcast. Today, I have Washington Adventist University's junior guard, Mike Brown. Mike, welcome to the Adventist Hoops podcast. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited to be here. We're really glad that you're here. It's Christmas break for you right now. And so we had some time to be able to sit down and get to know who Mike Brown is and uh, you know what you guys have going on at WAU. First, though, I want to go back to your roots. I mean, where are you from? Uh, what was life like growing up for you? And, uh, what, you know, you're, you're Adventist. You'd mentioned that to me. So what were some of the things that you had going on as a kid? Yeah, 100%. Um, so I was born uh, in Charlottesville, Virginia, UVA Hospital. Go who's. Um, I'm the youngest of four siblings. I got an older brother. It's two years older than me. And then I have... Um, two older sisters as well. Um, my family is, growing up, my family's been all about sports. Um, mm. We've played basketball since, it started off with my with my um, sister. She played basketball. She was great. Um, it really helped me realize that, uh, you know, women's hoops gets a bad rap and the way watching her grow up and things like that, I, I was, it was great. So, she she started it off watching her grow watching her play beat up on me when i was a little kid and stuff like that um i was gonna ask i mean you seem like a very calm you know just like you're not bitter you're not angry and yet you were the youngest what was that like getting beat up on as a kid in a sports family it had to happen right <laughs> oh man i got beat up all the time i could tell you stories and stories <laughs> about um man my mom could tell you stories and stories about uh, me coming inside just in tears because <laughs> they would never let me win. And I, I, I'm, I'm thankful that uh, they did that. They didn't just let me win games. Um, they play hard every single time. So I know that when I won a game, I earned it and it wasn't just given to me. You know what I mean? Um, so it was good. I mean, my sister, she used to, my dad used to beat up on her playing uh, in, the, in the park or things like that. And then my sister, she beat up on me when I was a kid and my brother would beat up on me as a kid. So we, you know, it was fun. It was, it was, it was, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it a lot growing up. Uh, it was really competitive. Um, me and my brother had battles. I couldn't even tell you every day after school, we would decide to just play basketball all the time. My mom would have to call us in for dinner, um, scrapes, scratches, bruises, bloody notices, the whole thing. I don't know if you have any brothers or how that is, but, you know, that's just um, it's just kind of how it goes. But, yeah, so growing up, I was Adventist, played a lot of basketball. Um, I played – started playing basketball really, really young. Played AAU um, with a lot of good AAU programs. The tough thing was telling them that I couldn't play on Saturday. Um, but a lot of teams, you know – they thought my talent exceeded enough to where I was still useful on the other six days of the week. Mm -hmm. So um, I got a lot of good experiences through that. Um, so that one, the Sabbath issue wasn't, it wasn't ever a huge issue for you. They, a lot of the clubs you played on, they were just okay with it or was um, there any yeah. that pushed back against that. Yeah. So there, there was a few, um, they definitely pushed back. They would always try to convince me to play. Cause you know, um, a lot of the big games would be on Saturday, but, uh, you know, I stayed true to what I thought was right for me. And, um, 
you know, it, it worked out. Uh, it was tough. I wouldn't even tell you guys that it was easy. Was, that's, I would be lying. It was tough, but um, um, they, they would they would push back. They would try to get me to play, and I would just tell them that I can't, and I'll see you guys on championship Sundays because that's usually when the game championship games would be. Yeah, and made me work and made me, you know, I had to put in a lot more work than they did to show that I was worth still being on the team. But, you know, put me in a place where I am now, made me into the player I am. So that's great experience. Yeah, that is always the struggle is you want to play with the best players so that you can improve your game. But a lot of times on club teams, there's there is a Sabbath issue. So, well, it's good to hear. It's good to hear that you had a good experience and that you didn't have to compromise on your beliefs and that it is possible. Hundred percent. Um, so after Charlottesville, uh, I moved to Maryland when I was about six or five years old, and um, that's kind of when my love for basketball started, uh, really. And that's when I started trying to join these teams. And um, I got, I would say, one of the club teams I, I played for was called Team Glory, and um, that was one of the better. That was like the best AAU team in the in the. Uh, almost in the country, I would say. We were really good. We were young. It was a young team, of course, but we, you know, we had really good players from the DMV and we all played together and I was able to make a lot of connections. So later on in my basketball journey, that those connections helped me kind of play on the teams that I was playing on as I got older. That is one of the most fun aspects, I think, of basketball. If you've done it and played growing up your whole life, you end up connecting with people, whether it's at, you know, club basketball or at Adventist tournaments, which I want to ask you about later. Uh, you know, it, those, you make some friendships that you reconnect down the road in different places. And uh, that, I just love that aspect of it. The relationship. 100%. I, some of my, all my best, most of my best friends I have, I've made through AAU and uh, um, AAU and high school basketball. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's all been through basketball and it's, it's been great. I, I, I've actually I've absolutely enjoyed all of it. Yeah. So uh, you played a lot of club basketball through elementary school, middle school. And then you, you mentioned to me that you eventually started going to Spencerville Academy. I did. And that was for your freshman year? I went, so Spencerville, I went through, um, it was K through 12 school. Mm-hmm. Um, I, ended up, I didn't end up going until about second Third, second or third grade. Okay, I'm thinking your basketball career in third high school. Grade, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, for for high school, um, I did. I I I got there. I I was there for ninth grade year, um, and then I transferred out with the TA my tenth grade year, um, for no reason. It was just uh, I had my older brother. He he really wanted to play at Tacoma Academy with some of his friends that he had. And um, the competition was just a little better that we got to play. And so we decided to make the switch. It was, it was good. I was going to say, I mean, Spencerville, at least in the last, you know, 10 years that I know of, and, and people don't call me out, I don't know the full history of Spencerville athletics, but uh, it definitely is, it seems like it is a strong program for basketball. I've seen Spencerville at the union tournament, you know, compete at a really high level and, and you know, be kind of the, the, the favorite there. Um, however, we got to acknowledge that TA is one of those Adventist powerhouse programs uh, and not just, you know, in the last few years, but going back decades and decades. I don't know if you know any of the history. I want to do a whole episode on sort of some Adventist basketball history. But anyway, so the, a rich history uh, at Tacoma Academy there for sure. Um, 
how good were some of your teams when you were there? TA, <clears throat> I'll say that especially my sophomore year, that was one of the better teams that I've been on in my basketball career. Um, I would also say that at Spencerville, that my freshman year team, we had a really good team as well. Mm -hmm. We uh, we ended up going to Texas tournament and winning that uh, tournament, uh, the Swahoo tournament. We won yeah. that my year. So we had a really good squad there. Came to TA that sophomore year. We had a really good team. Um, like, it was a really good team, but injuries at the end of the year kind of messed us up and took out our two, some of our two glue guys. Um, but, you know, that's what happens. But, yeah, those those, those teams that we had uh, at TA were, were pretty solid, 100%. I got to ask you about the Southwestern tournament because that's something that growing up in California, my school never went to, but I keep hearing from people the Southwestern tournament is an experience. So for those like me who've never been there, and I hope that I'm going to get there uh, at some point here and cover the the tournament for Adventist Hoops, what is that tournament like? Oh, man. Um, it was great. Uh, been going, I went five years in a row. Um, I went my eighth grade year. I was playing on the JV team my eighth grade year. Um, and... We lost. You know, they have two. They have the small school. They have the big school. We would put our JV team in the small school and our varsity big school. Um, but the atmosphere, the atmosphere in um, at the, at the Swahoo tournament is, is unmatched. I mean, the people that come out to support and show up, it's it's crazy. Um, I was able to make a name for myself out there, I, I think, because – I went there so many years and I played at a high level in those, in those games. And uh, it was good competition. I mean, we played against good, it was good basketball. It wasn't just, you know, one team blowing out a team by 50 points. Like you're getting really good teams. You're getting multiple D one guys that you're playing against, uh, you know, at a high school level. And, and you're getting that in an Adventist, you know, tournament. It was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I would say that 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 tournament is is definitely uh, a lot of memories were made playing in that tournament for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, it's hopefully, you... Go ahead. hopefully I can send you, uh, you know, um, maybe later I can send you some clips and videos of for sure. Uh, some throwback Thursday, flashback Friday clips of Mike Brown at uh, Swayu tournament. I was yeah. going to say I think it's unique too, from what I hear, because there are so many teams that come from out of state right like in california there's a lot of schools and so usually it's mostly california schools there's usually you know one to three teams that come from out of state but with uh that's and same with walla walla i think uh but with southwestern it seems like there's like half a dozen at least teams that are coming from other states and uh just it's like a destination everybody wants to go to that yeah it was a great tournament i, I loved the swallow tournament Okay, so you 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 finish your high school career. Um, tell us any some accolades that you you had through your time at uh, TA there, as a team or personally. Okay. Um. Like if you were if I was to read your bio, what would all right, you say? I would say, uh, we made it to the Maryland State Private School Tournament. Uh, my sophomore year, we won the first game. Um. 
I'm not sure if you're too familiar with uh, WCAC mm. schools. So that's that's one of the best conferences in America for high school uh, basketball. It has the Damatha, the Gonzagas, and uh, schools like PVI and things like that. I've in Damatha, yeah. Yeah. Um. So uh, we played one of the schools that are in that conference. First round, we won. Um. Uh, we ended up losing second round. Again, we had injuries and things like that. But, but that was a big um, deal to yeah, have that, that first was, round win. Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty that was pretty I mean, we knew going in that we could be one of the best teams in the tournament if we played uh to our you know full potential. Um but you know sometimes it's just tough when you're missing those two guys that were pretty vital to, to your team. Sure. Um but it's not excuses, uh, it's just reality. Yeah, it's not an excuse, yeah. but it's you know it's it's just how it's how it happens. Um I'll say personally I made um one thousand and four hundred and something points um in three years at the school at TA. Um so that was an accomplishment. You that guys I do got the that. math. Do the math and leave a comment wherever you're listening or watching to this. <laughs> unless you unless Mike, you know the, the average off the top of your head, but that is uh that's a lot of points for yeah, obviously in high school there's you don't have a ton of games so that's that's impressive yeah so so luckily uh, what helped us or what helped me with that is we were an independent uh conference or independent school okay so we got to play as many games we didn't have regulations on oh, interesting but so we've had game we had seasons where we played 35 35 plus oh wow so yeah. you guys did not participate in state playoffs we did not we had, there was a private school Huh. Uh, Maryland State Private School uh, playoff thing that they had that we would go to, but we didn't. Play, of, we didn't interesting. I'll have to look into what the history is there because I know that in the past that TA had participated in um, uh-huh. in the playoffs, but maybe not recently. What other accomplishments? Um, one of my accomplishments, honestly, is I got the opportunity to play with my brother in high school. So um, that was that was great. I mean, I enjoyed that for all the years that I got to play with him. I think it was two years. So um, those were those those years were pretty fun. You can't you can't beat that. Those yeah. Memories. I mean, Absolutely. And uh, you know, I had a, a lot of tournament MVPs that we went to and uh, stuff like that. But um, now I gotta ask about your brother and your decision to play at WAU because I believe you told me in the past that he uh, played at Oakwood in college. Is that right? Yep, he did. He went to Oakwood. Um, so why did you end up choosing to go to WAU? Um, WAU definitely felt more like home for me. Um, coaching staff, uh, my family, I, I like I said, I'm, I'm, we moved to Maryland and my, my family was in Maryland and um, I just wanted to be home and I didn't want to go all the way out to Alabama to play. Um, also, you know, that WAU, um, it gave me a, it gave me like a feeling that I was going to be able to play, um, better competition and definitely, definitely did. They had beat two D1 schools. Uh, the year prior of me coming, so uh, it was it was it was definitely a pretty easy choice for me. Yeah, 
I was going to ask, was there any other schools you were considering? Um, not at that time. I, I was, this is, that was a whole story. Um, part of my testimony. Um, but I got injured and it kind of helped me out to make decisions where I your, wanted your to. senior year. Yeah. I got injured. Okay. My, so the recruiting process, you usually get recruited your junior summer going into your senior year. And, uh, I got hurt and, uh, kind of took me out, tore the ligaments in my ankle and my left foot, my jumping foot. Uh, and I did not, wasn't able to walk for a while and got healthy, did a lot of physical therapy and didn't really play my senior year until the end of beginning of January. And okay. I wasn't even a hundred percent. I was trying to play maybe it was bad. I was playing like 67, 60, 70 percent. Um, couldn't really jump. That's very frustrating as a yeah, player. Yeah, it was, it was it was tough. But I, I I took the I took the risk because it was my my senior year, and I really wanted to play with some of my teammates. So now, when you got to while you were you starting right away? Was there a process of um, you know just getting better to be able to contribute at a, at a higher level? What was that like? Hundred percent. Um, my freshman year. COVID happened. So we didn't get to play a season. And um, so that was interesting because that's a whole year of basketball that you don't, you're not, I'm not playing. And, you know, it wasn't sure. like I go out and just play in the park. Like there was just no basketball going on. COVID was, COVID was going around. So I'm telling um, you, I used to hate running like jogging, like I would never run, but I couldn't play basketball for months. <laughs> so yep. eventually I was like, I got to do something for exercise here. So I got into running. I never thought I would. I always used to hate it, but yeah, it made, that was a crazy time. Like it, you did things you didn't think you were going to do. Um, and as a player, you can't get together with other players. I mean, how did you stay on top so, of your game? So we lived close. I lived close enough to WAU to where I could, you know, use the gym. And mm -hmm. uh, so a couple of us, um safely we would get in the gym during COVID and just shoot. So I got uh think you I don't think you know who Freddie Liriano is. Mm -hmm. Um he was a he was on my team at TA as well. Um okay. and so we've been we've been friends and, and play and teammates for a long time. And so I was getting in the gym with him and um somebody named Ethan Murphy. Those two guys they were older um so they kind of took me under their wings to show me the ropes of how college athletes should work out, things like that. And during COVID, they, they kind of did that, try to get me into a college shape. Um, my sophomore year came around and... Mike, what specifically did you have to get better at, do you think? Um, ball handling was was something that I, I was... It was not my strong suit. Not that I'm a terrible ball handler, but... Uh, the way I play, I like to I like to shoot. I'm a shooter, and I mm -hmm. like to limit my dribbles because I just like to play efficiently. That's just kind of how I've been. Um, so my confidence of dribbling the ball wasn't great, and that was kind of something that I needed to get better at coming sure. into college. Um, and in high school, did you play the two or the three? I played the two. The two, okay. Yeah, I played the two. Okay. Um, and so that. Also, getting a bot and getting in 
in shape body wise for college. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I put on a lot of weight now, even for my freshman year, but I've put on ten pounds since my fresh since freshman year, and that's yeah. it's not a lot on paper, but for me, it helped me a lot. And um, conditioning yeah. wise, I needed to get better um, because the college conditioning is just different. Like you're practicing at a high level and then you're playing at a high level and um it's just something that you don't you're not doing in, in high school and longer least. right i mean it's like 25 percent longer 32 minutes in high school 40 in college yeah. exactly so um it was just it was just little adjustments really um and then i think the biggest thing about going from high school to college is confidence mm. got to keep that confidence and coming off the injury my confidence was already pretty low trying to come back to where I was prior. And mm-hmm. so that was like a big hurdle for me my first year. Um, even my, even my freshman, my official freshman year, um, that was, that was kind of my biggest hurdle. And then, you know, I had freshman struggles like everybody else when we actually got back in the season. Um, you know, I was playing behind good guards and, uh, I was trying to find my role and, you know, we were winning. I think we won 20 something games that, that year. Um, we made it to the national tournament. So we, we had a, we had a really good team. I just, uh, I would say that my biggest, my biggest issue my freshman year was just trying to find that confidence and, 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 Staying in the gym because it's just a big jump from high school to college that we don't really talk about as much as they should. Right. You'd mentioned to me in the past that you have been able to play against your brother. How? What has that experience been like to be on the court with um, him? That experience was definitely one of a kind. Uh, I knew it was going to happen, but. Excuse me. I knew it was gonna happen. Um, so I was preparing myself for it, but nothing, nothing actually compares to the to the moments. And it was it was it was great. Like, you know, bringing up the ball, and I see my brother guarding me. It felt like we were back in the back backyard again. Like the crowd's going crazy every time me and him have the ball and we're in the game together. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's funny. you know, it was it was tough because it's like, you know. We're, we're, I'm a competitor, so we both want to win. Um, so we're going hard, not letting anything easy. But at the same time, you can't help but smile because you're just—it's it's like one of those memories that you're going to remember for a long yeah. time. So, did Did you guys crack a smile at any point during the game? Yeah, we tried to at keep it end, together. At the At the end, at the end, there was a couple of smiles cracked. A pic, couple of pictures that we got yeah. that showed me dribbling the basketball, and I'm kind of laughing, and he's 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 laughing. That's um, fun. Yeah, so it was cool. I mean, that was that was a great experience. I'm I'm glad I got to experience that. My dad, he loved that. My mom loved it. Um, so it, it was really cool. That's awesome. So speaking of other Adventist players at other schools, I was thinking about this. Being that you went to the Southwestern tournament so many years, five years, you got to meet a lot of people. We were talking about that earlier, you know, the relationships that are formed. Are there any Adventist players 
at other Adventist colleges that you still kind of keep up with today and kind of keep track of what they're doing and how they're, uh, how they're playing? Or is, is it more just, you know, if you happen to see them at some point, you'll reconnect, but you don't track them as much. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm, I would say that I am friends with some, some people or, you know, I still follow some people from the tournament. Um, Keandre, I think is his name. Um, Gaddy. Yeah. Me, me and him had some really good battles at the Swallow tournament. Uh, some really good games. Um, in those years, I don't know if he's gonna watch this, but I did get those wins those those times we played. Wow! I think we played. I think we played four times. I think I. I think I think we won all four. I think. <laughs> think. Wow! But Shots have been fired. Okay. I think. I think no, but that's my guy. He's cool. He's doing his thing. Uh, yeah. At, in, in college, and I'm, you know, it, it's cool to see everybody kind of past high school and in college and, and doing the thing and, and things like that. So. I definitely got to catch up with them. I'll give them a text or something like that. I was just curious because when I was in college, Facebook started like the, the year, like my last year in college. And so really there was no practical way that we were, you know, keeping up with each other after high school, unless you went to the same school. So, um, yeah, I was just curious about that. Um, Michael, you talked about your shooting. Would you say that's what you pride yourself most on? What What do you think is the thing that you, you know, you're known for, or you want to be known for? Hundred percent. Um, I'd say that not just shooting, but my scoring. Mm. I think I can score at a high level. Um, comes with a lot of jump shots, but um, my goals for 2024 and next year are to be more dynamic in scoring in different ways. Um. I can shoot off the catch very that's like the that's the best part of my game. Mm-hmm. I can move I move off the ball well. Um I don't need to have the ball in my hands to create offense. I can I can move and do things like that. So um I would say that would be my my sweet spot. Uh mid ranges and three pointers is kind of my game if I had to describe it. I was just looking at your stats here for this season so far. You're twelve games in. Um three point percentage 37 percent. that's really good You're yeah i gotta get, I'm, I'm trying i'm trying to do 50 i'm trying to do 50 40 90 but my free throws are <laughs> that's all right we're gonna get it there yeah and field goal percentage 47 so you're right you're right there um what is that about free throws you know a lot of sometimes shooters great shooters the free throws is a different animal why is that why do you think that is um you just Honestly, it might just be sometimes you need a hand in your face. Sometimes it's just not. Sometimes you're just you're rushing it because you're like, oh, this is a free throw. These are easy. Yeah. You're not rushing and you just, um, you you just overthink the free throw. Um, I think that was just my biggest thing. Like you miss one, and I'm like, okay, why did I miss a free throw? Yeah. Like, okay, let me change. And then now, now going gets, back and forth gets mental. Know? Yeah. Yep. So, um. I, I feel like I don't I don't shoot a lot of free throws, so my percentages aren't granting them. That know. doesn't help. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so uh, but you know, by the end of the season, it should be up back to where I, I think it should be, and um, hopefully, coach will be happy about that. As a shooter, have you ever tried a shooting sleeve? Yeah. So I, the last game we had, I just we just had um on the eighteenth, um. 
I had to wear a shooting sleeve. I'm having an uh, elbow issue where I keep landing on my elbow and it's swelling up. It's something called, I can't remember what they told me, but it keeps swelling up real bad. So I have, they want me to wear a padded arm sleeve. Okay. Um, so I've been doing that for the past couple. I practiced in it for But that's not, I, you pointed to your left elbow, so that's your off arm. Yeah, I've never used it. I've never used it on my shooting hand, but I'll use it on my on my left hand just because um, because of that. But yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. Never, I've never used it on my That action. makes sense. I was just curious if you'd ever tried it. My son got one for Christmas, and I'm thinking, I don't know. I don't know about these. It looks yeah, cool. Don't get me wrong. It does look cool. Uh, <laughs> he should try. If he wants to wear it to look, he should put it on his left his left uh, okay his opposite his opposite of the shooting i don't know if yeah, he's, yeah. he's right-handed yeah well, we'll see we'll see what the results are here shortly as we get into our middle school season uh so like i mentioned you guys are 12 games in you've played some really tough teams you know uh early in the season ahead of your conference play you guys haven't had any uh conference teams yet you're five and seven so far uh what have you liked about what you, what you've seen from your group um uh, in, in early in the season here? Well, we have a lot of talent and uh we got a lot of new guys that we're trying to, you know, and we're just trying to put it together. Uh, sometimes it you know, you gotta go through some some trials to to get to the to the goal. So um I think that we I think this going into the new year, I think we know we we need to be struggled on this year. Um, I think we're going to fix it. Um, mindset's going to change. We're more familiar with the guys we're playing with. And I think we're going to turn it around to how our expectations should be um, or how we expected our season to go. Because we have a lot of talent. We just got to put it together at the end. And people hear that record. They say five and seven. Well, if you know, if you're not familiar, I mean, good teams should, shouldn't have a great record uh, before they get into their conference, right? You always want to be playing tougher competition, pushing yourself, getting a feel for where you're going to end up. So you guys played nationally ranked teams. I mean, it's it's been a, a challenging start to the season. So five and seven, you you guys are, I think, in a good spot that's prepared you for this for the conference play to start. Um, how do you expect to perform in your conference? What what is sort of the goal or what you're looking to accomplish? Um, our goals are the, our goals are the same. Our goals are to dominate. Um, we want to win. Uh, that's our number one goal. Keep the main thing. The main thing is what our coach says all the time, and that's to win. So um, we should be able to win. We have the talent for it. Um, we just got to do little things on the court. Uh, focus in a little more on our defense, and I think we'll be. I think we'll be solid for for conference play. And when you say win, you're you're. You guys are wanting to win the the conference. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, we're, we're, we want to win conference. That's okay. that's that's our goal. Uh, you write it up on the board all the time. Win conference. Win conference. Win conference. So that's our that's our goal. Uh, definitely, always the same thing is, is win conference. And you guys uh, play in the NAI. I can't remember the name of the conference that you guys are in. Um, it's the Continental Conference, I think. Yeah, is. that sounds familiar. Yeah, I think that's the conference. Con- Continental uh-huh. Athletic Conference, something like that, CAC. Anyway, yeah. tough conference, but we'll be following and you know rooting for you. Hopefully, uh, you guys are able to come together and gel and be able to put together a great run here. And who knows, national tournament? I mean, that that would be amazing. You, I'm trying to remember you. So just your freshman year, you were able to be a part of that, or was that the year prior? 
Yeah, my freshman year, we your freshman we, year? Okay. we made it to the national tournament, but uh, um, we lost first round. Uh, so the team that ended up making it to the championship, we lost by like four points. We should have say that was a tight game, wasn't it? Yeah, we should have won that game, but um, you know things happen. So, what, what was that experience like being at a national tournament? That was cool. I mean, walking in, walking in the locker rooms, uh, played at a great arena. Um, and, you know, you have your name, they have your names everywhere, you, you know, on stickers, pads, they got, uh, your water bottle has your name on it. It's just, they, it was, it was really like high level, felt, yeah. felt uh, really professional. Um, the atmosphere was different. You could definitely see people playing harder. Emotions are higher. Um, but it was it was it was it was great. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, we get to to experience that with with my teammates. Uh, it's pretty cool, especially for the seniors, because you can see how much more they're playing, uh, how hard they're playing in those moments, because they know that you know you win, you lose, you lose this game. This is your last your last collegiate game, so you know the the the, the tension is just higher in those moments. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're a junior this year, so you'll have one more year next year, even even after the season's over. Uh, I was curious what you are studying. Uh, business management entrepreneurship is my major. Okay. And after this next year, you're, after your senior year, what do you, I mean, it's still a long ways away, but what do you have as sort of some options of what you want to do after you graduate? Yeah, so um, I'm trying to get my master's and um that's that's kind of the number one goal um i want to play of course but i definitely want to get my masters figure out um the best way to do that and um and then after i be in business uh yes i think i'm gonna do so i was i've been trying to figure it out like you said this is like a something i've been trying to figure out i think i will do a masters earlier maybe maybe not something specific in business but um maybe like a broader master's program, um, do that a few years, go work, and then try to get my MBA um, after that because you know you need work experience if you want to go so a better um, you know to get your MBA. So that, that's kind of what I'm I'm looking at right now. Um, and yeah, those are kind of my my goals academically. Fantastic, that's amazing. Well, Mike, I. I want to ask you a few more questions here, but I, what I was telling you earlier, you know, I feel like Adventist kids growing up should know names like Mike Brown, uh, the guys that are Adventists have grown up Adventists and that are playing at a high level in college. And so for those kids that may be watching this or listening to this, uh, what, what advice do you have for them uh, for how they can make the leap from high school to potentially playing in college? Um. I would say find somebody that's done it. Find somebody that's in college now or find somebody that was in college um, and attach on to them and and um, try to mirror what they do. So I, I, I found people that worked out. They were in the gym every day. They they never they never, you know, um, you know, you kind of if, if you if you're following people that are in the gym, you're going to be in the gym. You know, you surround yourself with people like that. You're going to get better. Um and then I would say, stay confident, be patient. Not everything's going to come at one time. You know, it comes gradually, but eventually it's all going to be put together and, you know, it'll be good. And were you, you were at TA, which is right where 
WAU is. So did were you able to do that with any college players while you were still in high school? Um yes. Uh I was lucky enough. My brother played yeah. college while I was in high school. So True. um, you know, I got to he kind of gave me a glimpse of what college basketball is like. Um he would give me the stories of the conditioning. I say that's the biggest difference. The conditioning stuff that you're doing in college is is is, is crazy. You gotta be prepared for that. Um but it's not something that you can't do. You just gotta you just gotta be prepared for it. Um but yeah definitely being close to WAU you had WAU players coming to TA all the time, especially alums like Freddie. He would come back and practice with us. And just getting that kind of bump, it was it was it was definitely beneficial for me. Yeah. That's awesome. I would say also um, play people that are better than you. Don't be afraid to play somebody that's better than you or play, you know, pick up against guys that are that that might work you, you know, on the court or whatever that might be bigger than you, might bully ball you. Don't be afraid to do that because that's where you that's where you get better. You learn how to play against those guys. You play against your competition in high school. You're going to be like, oh, I've played people three, four times better than this. Absolutely. I think that would be the biggest uh, advice. Good advice. Hope everybody's listening to that. That's good. Good wisdom. Mm-hmm. Mike, thank you so much for joining us. I have one last question for you, which is just sort of a general question, which is what does basketball mean to you? Basketball is, means a lot. Um, it's been a part of my life since I was where I'd even, you know, knew what basketball was. I had a basketball in my hand. So basketball means a lot to me. I've made great friends, made made great connections, um, and made memories that I'll be able to take and tell my kids or, you know, down the road and just um, basketball is is something that you can't you can't describe how much it means to you when you're in it. But I know once it's done, I'm gonna be able to, you know, look back and be like, wow, like, this is crazy. Because I already can see it. Like, I look back at, you know, playing AAU and playing high school, and I'm like, man, I miss those days. Like, all those guys, all the traveling. Like, I've got to travel the world. I've got to travel all the United States, like, playing basketball. And some of those opportunities you wouldn't get if I never if I never picked up the ball. So that's what means a lot to me. Yeah. I can echo that as far as people – this is a little harsh, but people will forget. I mean, all the students that'll be at YU in 10 years, like they might, they might have heard your name, but they don't really know you, you know, but it's those guys that you play with. Um, You know, even this last week for me, I was calling and talking and texting to, you know, various teammates of mine that I hadn't talked to for a while, but those are the, those are the important things that you take that are never going to fade. Those are always going to stay with you. Absolutely. Hey, Mike, anything else you wanted to get out there? Um, no, thank you for thank you for having me on here. This is great. Any uh, suggestions for Adventist Hoops before I let you go? <laughs> keep doing what you're doing. Um we, you know, growing up at Venice, like at least in Maryland, so where I'm from, Adventist basketball actually was kind of um we had, you know, people knew that Adventist guys could actually play basketball, at least here. Uh, we had a lot of good hoopers that, that were in the Adventist community. Um, but I know more around the United States, it's not as as dominant and not as known. Um, so to get that like around and for you to be 
so like involved with the Adventist community and help everybody out is great. So I, but that's, I would just say keep doing what you're doing because people enjoy it. Um, it's great to kind of be connected like that. Cause I, we didn't get to have that when I was growing up in you know, high school. And stuff. For sure. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. All right, everybody. Michael Brown, guard, Washington Adventist University. Best of luck the rest of the way, Michael. Thanks for being on. I appreciate it.